0: Hello and herzlich willkommen, fellow food lovers. I'm Kip Ferguson, and you're tuned in to another enriching episode of Culinary Cuisine Journey. Today, on Storytelling Sunday, we're embarking on a unique voyage back in time, one that intertwines the threads of history with the flavors of a nation. Our focus, the rich and evolving tapestry of German cuisine, a story that spans centuries and is as flavorful as it is Fascinating. Germany's culinary landscape, much like its history, is a mosaic of influences and events. Today, we'll explore how historical milestones have needed and shaped the German kitchen. From the hearty fare of medieval banquets to the subtle shifts post-World War II, every epoch has left an indelible mark on what we recognize today as quintessentially German cuisine. Picture this, the medieval era where the foundations of German gastronomy were laid down. We're talking about a time when the spices trade along ancient routes began to simmer in the pots of German kitchens, forever changing the country's palate. Imagine the aromatic blend of spices like caraway, juniper berries, and mustard seeds giving birth to flavors that are still celebrated in dishes today. Fast forward to the 20th century a period marked by turmoil and transformation. How did the World Wars and the division of Germany influence what was on the dinner table? We'll discover how scarcity led to ingenuity and how the merging of East and West German culinary practices post-reunification created a whole new recipe book for the nation. But it's not just about the food. It's about the people, the stories, and the cultural shifts that these dishes represent. Every bite of sauerkraut, Every slice of Schwarzwalder Kirschtorte carries with it a story, a piece of history. So join me as we slice through time, unraveling how wars, politics, and cultural exchanges have kneaded the dough of German cuisine into what it is today. Prepare your taste buds for a journey through time and taste on culinary cuisine journey. Let's delve into the storied past of German cuisine and discover how history is served on a plate. As we delve into the medieval foundations of German cuisine, we're stepping into a realm where history and gastronomy intertwine in the most fascinating ways. Picture Germany in the Middle Ages, a time when culinary practices were as robust and diverse as the regions themselves. In medieval Germany, the diet was heavily influenced by one's social status and the local produce. The nobility feasted on a variety of meats, venison, boar, and fowl, while the common folk's table was more humble, graced with hearty grains, legumes, and vegetables. Bread, made primarily from rye and barley, was a staple for all, a symbol of sustenance and life. Cooking methods of the time were simple yet ingenious. Open hearths and large fireplaces were the centers of the medieval kitchen, Meats were roasted on spits, while stews and porridges simmered in iron cauldrons over open flames. Imagine the smoky, rustic flavors these methods imparted to the food, a taste that's hard to replicate in our modern kitchens. Now, let's sprinkle in the influence of trade routes. The Middle Ages were a time of burgeoning trade, with routes stretching from the Far East to the heart of Europe. Exotic spices like nutmeg, cloves, and cinnamon found their way into German ports, thanks to the bustling trade. These spices, once a luxury reserved for the wealthy, slowly infused into the broader culinary landscape, adding depth and warmth to the German palate. Let me take you through a day in the life of a medieval German cook, a tale that weaves through the fabric of time. Our cook, let's call her Elsa, begins her day at dawn. She stokes the fire in the large kitchen hearth, the heart of the home. On the menu today is a hearty pottage, a staple in medieval households. Elsa carefully selects turnips, carrots, and parsnips from the pantry. She's fortunate today. There's a bit of salted pork left from last week's market visit, a luxury that adds flavor to the humble stew. As the cauldron simmers, Elsa needs a simple dough of rye flour, water, and a pinch of salt. Bread is essential in every meal a filler and a utensil all in one. The dough is shaped into loaves and placed near the hearth where the gentle heat helps it rise. Next Elsa prepares for the evening's feast. The lord of the manor has guests and the table must showcase their wealth. A large cut of venison, a sign of noble privilege, is prepped for roasting. Elsa rubs it with a mixture of garlic, herbs and precious black pepper, a spice that was worth its weight in gold. As the day unfolds, Elsa's kitchen is a whirl of activity. She oversees her apprentices as they churn butter, pluck fowl, and stir the ever-bubbling pottage. The aroma of baking bread and roasting meat fills the air, mingling with the earthy scents of herbs and wood smoke. Evening falls, and the manor's great hall is aglow with candlelight. The table's groan under the weight of the feast. There's pottage for the servants, its flavors enriched by the day-long simmering. For the nobility, the roasted venison is the centerpiece, surrounded by an array of dishes seasoned with newly-arrived spices. As the meal progresses, Elsa watches from the kitchen doorway, a silent observer of the fruits of her labor. In her world, where every day is a battle against scarcity and monotony, the ability to create such a feast is a source of pride. Our journey through the medieval culinary landscape reveals a world where the rhythms of nature dictated the menu, where social hierarchies were mirrored in the food on the table and where the whisper of distant lands came through in the flavors of spices. It's a chapter in Germany's gastronomic story that sets the stage for the rich culinary tapestry that we see today. As we continue our exploration of German cuisine's evolution, we now delve into a more tumultuous period, the impact of World War II and the subsequent post-war era. These times of hardship and change left an indelible mark on Germany's culinary landscape. During World War II, Germany faced significant food shortages. Rationing became a part of daily life, with the government issuing ration cards for basic commodities like bread, meat, and fats. The German people, known for their resilience, had to be inventive with their limited resources. This era saw the rise of ersatz, or substitute foods. Coffee was made from roasted acorns, and potatoes became a staple, used in every conceivable form, from bread to dumplings. In the wake of the war, Germany was a country rebuilding itself. The division into East and West Germany led to different culinary paths for each region. In the West, the American influence was palpable. The Marshall Plan, aiming to revive the European economy, brought not just economic aid, but also cultural influences. Among these was the introduction of new food items like canned goods, powdered milk, and peanut butter, items previously unfamiliar to the German palate. But perhaps the most significant American import was the concept of fast food. The 1950s and 60s saw the rise of fast food culture in West Germany, Hamburgers, hot dogs, and frozen foods began to appear, marking a shift towards convenience and a departure from traditional cooking methods. This was a time of cultural assimilation, where food became a symbol of modernity and Western influence. On the other side, East Germany painted a different culinary picture. Under the economic constraints of a socialist regime, the focus was on self-sufficiency and frugality. The government controlled food production and distribution, leading to a culinary culture that was pragmatic and resourceful. East Germans relied heavily on seasonal and locally available produce. Dishes like solyanka, a hearty soup made from whatever was on hand, or Jägerschnitzel, a breaded cutlet, became popular. These were the flavors of a society that valued simplicity and sustainability over abundance. Let me paint a picture of the typical post-war family dinner in East Germany. The table is modest, with a serving of kartoffelsalat, a simple potato salad, dressed with oil and vinegar, and perhaps a slice of liverwurst. The meal is filling, yet unpretentious, a reflection of the times. Meanwhile, in West Germany, a family might enjoy a newfound treat, toast Hawaii, an open-faced sandwich with ham, cheese, and a pineapple ring, broiled to melted perfection. It's a small yet telling example of how American influences were weaving into the fabric of West German cuisine. As we move through the 60s and into the 70s, these culinary differences became more pronounced. In the West, the economy booms, and with it comes growing appetite for exotic flavors and international cuisines. Italian pizza, Turkish Duner kebabs and Greek gyros start to find their place in the West German diet. In contrast, East Germany, bound by its political and economic constraints, nurtured a cuisine that was more about making do and less about exploration. However, this didn't mean a lack of creativity. Cooks in East Germany mastered the art of improvisation, using limited ingredients to create dishes that were both nutritious and comforting. The division of Germany and the subsequent culinary developments in East and West paint a vivid picture of how history, politics, and culture can influence a nation's food. It's a tale of two cuisines, each evolving under different circumstances, yet both uniquely German in their essence. Let's take a moment to reflect on how these war and post-war years were not just a time of struggle and scarcity, but also of adaptation and innovation. The resilience of the German peoples shone through in their kitchens, creating a culinary legacy that would endure well into the future. Now, let's embark on an exploration of the fusion and adaptation era in German culinary history. This period is marked by a melting pot of cultures, each adding its unique flavor to the German kitchen. Germany, especially post-reunification, became a tapestry woven with diverse culinary threads thanks to immigration and cultural exchange immigrants brought with them their traditional foods, which gradually integrated into the German culinary landscape, creating a fusion cuisine that was both diverse and rich. One of the most significant and delicious contributions to this landscape is the Turkish-German cuisine. The story of the döner kebab, now a staple on German streets, is a fascinating tale of culinary adaptation. The Döner, originally a Turkish dish, was introduced to Germany by Turkish immigrants in the 1960s and 1970s. It was in Berlin where the Döner took on its German identity, served in a bread loaded with salad, vegetables, and a choice of sauces, perfectly catering to the fast-paced lifestyle of the German urban population. This fusion food not only offered a taste of Turkish culture, but also reflected the changing face of Germany. Diverse Open and adaptive. As we dive deeper into the post-reunification era, we see the culinary landscapes of East and West Germany blending. The East, known for its pragmatic and hearty dishes, and the West, with its inclination towards diverse flavors and international cuisine, started to merge. This unification on the culinary front led to an exchange of recipes and traditions, enriching the German food culture. Imagine the kitchens of reunified Germany, where recipes from the East met the ingredients and techniques from the West, a place where you could find the simplicity and comfort of an East German Slyanka soup alongside the more exotic flavors of West German currywurst. It was a time of rediscovery and reinvention. This era also saw the rise of Neue Deutsche Gutsche, or the New German Cuisine. This movement aimed to reinvent traditional German dishes, making them lighter, more innovative, and visually appealing. Chefs began to experiment with local ingredients, combining them with modern cooking techniques and international influences. This new cuisine was a departure from the heavy, meat-centric dishes of the past, moving towards a more refined and balanced culinary approach. Another interesting aspect of this fusion era was the advent of vegetarian and vegan cuisines in mainstream German food culture. What started as a niche movement, primarily in urban areas, soon spread across the country. Traditional meat-heavy dishes were reimagined with plant-based ingredients, catering to a growing demographic of health-conscious and environmentally aware consumers. In this melting pot of cultures and cuisines, German food became a canvas for storytelling. Each dish a narrative of history, migration, and cultural integration. From the humble kitchens of immigrant families to the high-end restaurants of Berlin and Frankfurt, every corner of Germany was buzzing with culinary creativity and fusion. The fusion and adaptation era in German cuisine is a testament to the country's resilience and openness. It's a story of how food can bridge cultures break barriers, and create a sense of community. It shows us that cuisine is not static. It evolves and adapts, reflecting the changing times and the melting pot of societies. Next, we will explore the festive foods and celebrations that mark Germany's rich culinary heritage. From Christmas markets to Oktoberfest, we'll delve into the dishes that are as much a part of German tradition as they are a cause for celebration. As we continue our exploration of German cuisine, let's delve into a world where culinary delights meet festivity and tradition. Today, we're celebrating Germany's festive foods and the stories behind them. Let's start with the Christmas markets, a quintessential feature of German holiday celebrations. These markets, steeped in history, transform towns into winter wonderlands, filled with the aromas of spiced glühwein and roasted chestnuts. One of the season specialties is Stollen, a traditional German Christmas bread, laden with dried fruits, nuts, and spices, and dusted with a snowy layer of powdered sugar. Stollen is a symbol of the holiday spirit. Its history dates back to the 15th century. Originally a rather austere fasting food for Advent, it evolved over time into the rich, buttery delight we know today. As we wander through the bustling markets, the scent of Glühwein, a mulled wine, fills the air. Its warm, spiced fragrance is synonymous with German Christmas time. The tradition of this festive drink goes back centuries, a testament to the German love for enhancing the simple pleasures of life. Now let's turn our attention to Oktoberfest, Germany's world-famous beer festival. While known globally for its beer, Oktoberfest is also a celebration of traditional Bavarian cuisine. The festival's origins trace back to 1810 to the royal wedding of Crown Prince Ludwig and Princess Therese. What began as a wedding feast has evolved into an annual celebration of Bavarian culture, food, and of course, beer. The festival is a culinary showcase featuring hearty dishes like Schweinshaxe roasted pork knuckle, Wurzel, sausages, and pretzels. These dishes, rich and satisfying, perfectly complement the festival's star attraction, beer. Brewed within the city limits of Munich, the Oktoberfest beer is a special variety, stronger in both flavor and alcohol content, adhering to the strict brewing laws of the region. Let's dive into a historical tale about a popular festive dish, the story of the pretzel or pretzel. The pretzel, with its distinctive knotted shape, has an intriguing legend dating back to the early Middle Ages, As the story goes, a German monk created the first pretzel from leftover dough, shaping it to resemble arms crossed in prayer. The three holes represented the Holy Trinity. The pretzel was originally a food for the Lenten season, its simple ingredients adhering to the fasting rules. Over time, it became a symbol of good luck and prosperity, making its way into German folklore and festivals. Another festive highlight is the rich and decadent Sauerbraten, a marinated roast often regarded as one of the national dishes of Germany. The preparation of sauerbraten involves marinating the meat for several days in a mixture of vinegar, water, and spices, resulting in a tender, flavorful dish. This method of marinating meat dates back to medieval times when it was used as a way to preserve meat without refrigeration. The story of sauerbraten is a journey through time, showcasing the evolution of German cooking techniques and the adaptation of recipes to suit changing tastes and available resources. Originating as a peasant dish, sauerbraten was traditionally made with horse meat, a practice that has since faded. Over the centuries, the recipe has been refined and has come to symbolize the fusion of tradition and innovation in German cuisine. Let's appreciate the rich tapestry of German festive foods and celebrations. These dishes and traditions are not just a feast for the palate, but also a journey through history, reflecting the cultural and social evolution of Germany. As we come to the close of today's culinary cuisine journey, it's time to reflect on the rich and intricate tapestry we've woven through the history of German cuisine. From the hearty spice-infused fare of medieval times to the pragmatic yet comforting dishes of war and post-war periods, we've traversed centuries— witnessing how food can be a powerful storyteller, chronicling the shifts in a nation's heart and spirit. We delved into the fusion and adaptation era, where Germany's culinary scene became a vibrant mosaic of global influences, a testament to the nation's resilience and openness. The Turkish Kebab, now as much a part of Germany's streets as the traditional bratwurst, stands as a symbol of cultural synthesis and acceptance, The reunification of East and West Germany brought together contrasting culinary practices, creating a rich, diverse gastronomy, reflective of a unified nation. Our journey through festive foods and celebrations, like the Christmas market and Oktoberfest, illuminated the joyous and communal aspects of German cuisine. These traditions, steeped in history, are not just about the food and drink, but are celebrations of life, togetherness, and cultural pride. Throughout this episode, we've seen how historical events have shaped the flavors and practices of German cooking. But more importantly, we've seen how these events have fortified the cultural identity of Germany. The resilience in times of scarcity, the openness in times of change, and the celebration of life's joyous moments are all encapsulated in the dishes we've explored. German cuisine, with its depth, variety, and historical richness, is a vibrant narrative of the country's past, present and future. It's a cuisine that tells stories of hardships and prosperity, of tradition and innovation, and of unity and diversity. As we close this chapter of our culinary journey through Germany, I invite you to join me next time for another exciting adventure. On Market Monday, we're heading to the vibrant Mercado de San Miguel in Madrid, where we'll immerse ourselves in the lively atmosphere of one of Spain's most famous markets. We'll explore the rich tapestry of Spanish flavors, from the freshest seafood to the most delectable tapas. Thank you for joining me, Kip Ferguson, on this journey through the flavors of history. Remember, every dish has a story, every cuisine a legacy. Until next time on Culinary Cuisine Journey, keep exploring, keep tasting, And keep enjoying the wonderful world of food.